0: Hey, this is Jimmy Jago. Hey, this is Elliot Bubba. Hey, this is Craig Goodwin. Hey,
1: this is Tariq Yorich, and this is the Redcast on 104.7 Classic Triple M. Hi, Chris Dittmar here from 104.7 Classic Triple M with this week's Redcast as we get ready for another big night at Cooper's Stadium. Uh, Thursday night football, very exciting as Melbourne City come to town. Let's hope that the Reds can get the job done and get their first win of the season. Coming up, Jars and Louie from the Rush Hour also caught up with Dylan McGowan. We'll also hear from Ali Babal after we joined you and Rue for breakfast this morning. Uh, Robbie Slater will join us and uh, talk about the Reds' chances this week as well from Fox Sports.
2: And we'll also catch up with Eugene Galekovic live in the studio to preview everything the Reds tonight and the A-League. And uh, as I said, let's hope we can get the points tonight. Uh, and
1: one thing we've been talking about in recent weeks is how quiet Guillermo Amor is, but I guess we don't really know. We haven't seen a score a goal or win. Maybe he'll slide up and down the touchline as well. Let's hope so.
2: But next, Dits we'll kick it off with your chat with Ali Babal from Ruined Dits for Breakfast. Hey, this is Tariq Yorish. Hey, this is Jimmy Jago.
3: Terrific run and a super finish.
4: Hey, this is Craig Goodwin. Hey, this is Eugene Glekovich. Hey, this is Elliot Babal. Classic triple M
1: rocks the Reds. Uh, now, Rue, I hope the Reds, Adelaide United, have been out on the park all week practising goal scoring.
0: Well, I'm sure they have. It's, uh, they're a proud bunch down there at United, and they need a
1: win tonight. It's almost like a final, I yes. would have thought, at this early time four of the season. Four games into the season, no win just as yet. Uh, let's go to one of the players in the squad, one of the, uh, the players up 46 foot 4 this bloke. You could sign him up for the Crows. <laughs> Eli, Eli <laughs> Babal, welcome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. So uh, tell me, plenty of goal scoring practice this week or not?
4: <laughs> um, to be fair, I haven't really watched training this week <laughs> Oh, come <laughs> on, what have you been doing? I've been doing my own rehab program so. Alright, you've yeah, been
1: watching you the might. races
4: <laughs> 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 Doing them
1: in front of the big screen
0: Well, uh, if you haven't been watching uh, uh, It's pretty obvious uh, it's a massive game uh, w- What's the talk been around the rooms? I know you've got some injuries and a bit out of form But th- this is a massive game tonight to keep the season alive
4: Yeah, it is Um You'd really want to get the three points today, especially heading to Wellington next week. But, um, yeah, everyone keeps forgetting that this league is pretty even and close. So if we win tonight, we go back to sixth place on the table. So, um, yeah, it's it's a must-win game, but um, it's not like a game that if we don't win, it's season's over. So, um, obviously, yeah, we go into every game wanting to get the three points. So no
1: different tonight. Sure. Eli, in the last couple of weeks, um, I, I reckon now I'm not an expert by them, I'm not trying to so say I am, but I reckon there have been snippets where the side has actually played really, really well. I reckon there was a, about 20 minutes in the second half against Perth, and then on the weekend against Brisbane, um, I, I, I actually only saw the second half, and it's amazing that you lost 3-0, yet I reckon from the bit I saw, United had so many chances to score. I reckon Tarek Elrich had a couple of very good passages of play where he went forward and could have scored. So it hasn't all been bad, has it?
4: Yeah, no, it hasn't. Um, especially against Perth also, like, they had three chances and they scored three goals. Yep. Um, so it's a bit frustrating. But, um, yeah, you look at the positives and hopefully... Um, we can get the goals uh, tonight.
0: When's Huge back, the skipper, uh, back to uh, defend the goals?
4: Um, hopefully, I think he's uh, probably next week or the week after, so he's not too far away. Yeah, and
1: uh, it must have been a great experience for 21-year-old John Hall to step in and fill his shoes. have you seen his performances over the last few weeks?
4: Yeah, he's been, he's been great so far, like, uh, you know, coming in and um, he hasn't looked out of place at all, so... Um, You know, he's not to blame for any of the goals So, you know, it's going to be great having huge back But um, Holly's done a good job so far
1: Yeah, Eli, just finally I wonder if you can explain to the uninitiated Those of us uh, listening that don't follow the sport that closely Now, did you, when you first came to United Were you on loan? Are you you still on loan from another club?
4: Yes, I'm on loan from uh, my club from Holland
1: So what does that actually, can you explain that? Because we don't have that obviously in the AFL system What does that mean exactly?
4: Um, it means that yeah, because I've still got another two-year contract with my Dutch club in Holland. Um, so um, you're like rented out to a club to get uh, game time and um, yeah.
1: But you're still so, tied like, to the club in Holland.
4: Yeah, I'm still tied there because I've still got next year contract there. But um, this year, I'm, uh, this season, I'm playing for Adelaide United, and uh, at the end of the season, you can see, you know, if you yeah, it's a. Uh, It's just a one-season loan. It's like a one-year contract. Okay. are still owned by the club in Holland.
1: All right. Eli, thanks for talking to us, mate, and let's hope the boys can get the job done tonight. Oh, thanks for
4: having
1: me. There you go. No worries. See, so really, we could get Tex Walker for a couple of weeks on loan. (laughs) That's how it can work, Ruth. Yeah, we'd let you do that too, wouldn't we? Well, if we get an injury or two. Can Charlie Dixon? No, 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 no. It's not a two-way street. Hang on, this is a one-way street. Actually, we need
0: uh, Travis Boat.
1: No. No, 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 okay. no. Now you're being stupid. Okay, All here right. we are. If you haven't tried ruined dits for breakfast, you're missing the big guests. First test at the Gabba today. Mark War is going to be our expert right throughout the series.
5: actually going to go to Hawkesbury at a runner at Hawkesbury, a real wet track, but they've actually called Hawkesbury off.
1: If you could, just keep an eye on the test as well at some stage. I'm
5: actually <laughs> at the SCG watching New South Wales and
3: Victoria. Two <laughs> or three TVs at least. <laughs> missing the funniest moments. Hi,
0: it's Bindy Owen. Hi, Bindy. Um, oh, yeah, hi. I would like to say, that I did not fart on Dancing with the Stars. Excuse me. Um, even though my dad, my dad did say that it was good to scare off crocodiles. It's very difficult to turn that on and off, though. But you reckon you But then my dad always said that usually if a crocodile's attacking you, you fart uncontrollably
3: anyway. <laughs> Ruin Tits for Breakfast with Blakey. For Distinctive Homes. Perfect for you and your lifestyle. The number one best-selling plan is that one you can create. 104.7 Classic Triple M.
1: Classic Triple M's Redcast, another massive week in the A-League. Joining us now from Fox Sports, the man who calls all the action, Robbie Slater. Robbie, welcome. G'day, Chris. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. Robbie, uh, up until now, what has yeah. been the problem with Adelaide United? I, there, there are snippets where they look as though they actually play really, really well. In particular, I thought in the second half last week <laughs> against Brisbane, I thought Tarek Elwick had a couple of moments where he went forward and could have scored. They had chances, but in the end lose 3-0. It's just not happening for them, is it?
5: No, it's not, and and look, it's up front. There's no doubt about that. Bruce um, Tk coming back, he came off the off the bench last week, is a huge bonus. They need him back. No need him fit, he's okay. Uh Because look, yeah, you know, I think probably all but one of their games, uh, they've 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 played well, uh, and probably deserve something. I mean, last week how they didn't score, to be honest, against Brisbane in that period where, Jamie Young made a great save off Thirio. Yep. And then there was another couple of chances. And, uh, yeah, it it looked inevitable that they were going to score, but they just didn't. So it really is about putting the ball in the back of the net. But the problem for them is all of a sudden they find themselves, uh, you know, four games uh, without a win. And that that affects, it it does affect them psychologically. But I think if they get Jito back in there, they're still a very, very good. You don't become a bad side overnight. No. They've got terrific players in Thielio and Kurska and, you yes and and Goodwin, and, and they got experience at the back with Malik. And um, so I can only see it as a matter of time before they turn it around. In fact, I would say that I would think they'll turn it around tonight. Well, let's
1: hope so. You mentioned Craig Goodwin. I reckon he's uh, he's been very, very good so far. And a couple of times, Guillermo Amor has sent him forward. And, uh, yeah, I reckon he's had a real impact.
5: Yeah, look, I, I do as well. I'm, I've always been a fan of Goodwin. I think the move to Adelaide was fantastic for him, exactly what he needed. And... Uh, under Morley It looks like he's going To another level again And But for Adelaide as a whole uh, Goodwin included of course They, they just need some goals They need to put the ball In the back of the net and They need a win For their confidence And uh, You know They come up against The Melbourne City side who, who have won this season But they haven't been Convincing at all And they'll well, they could, They'll be desperate themselves uh, yeah. To pick up points Because You know Pressure on uh, Johnny Van Skip uh, The coach Because because of their owners, and we know who they are, I Manchester City, you know, Melbourne City are a big club now, and a big clubs expect results.
1: Yep, for sure just a little aside, and Robbie, <clears throat> I'm interested in your opinion on this, because over the years I'm sure you would have come across many, many stories like this, but interestingly here in Adelaide, there was Craig Goodwin and Osama Malik, there was one year, and I reckon it was like an under-15 stateside and they both got cut, and it's funny, they got down to the final squad and they were the two boys that got cut, and yet out of that team, they're the only two boys that have actually ever gone on and, and played at this level, if you know <laughs> what I mean, and it, it's interesting, and, and, and I'm just trying to send a message, you know, through you to any kids listening that sometimes selectors get it wrong, don't they? They can make the wrong call, and you just got to keep boring in because Craig Goodwin and Osama Malik have ended up doing it and performing very, very well.
5: Well, Chris, uh, I was one of those. I was one of those kids like uh, you just explained with Goodwin and and Malik. In fact, I never got to the stage to be cut, so I never made (laughs) rep teams as a kid. I never made Australian young youth teams. I never, you know, my first cat for Australia was uh, look, I made one under nineteen team, which didn't did last very long. But but certainly, you know, from the age of you know, whatever till the age of seventeen, when I went into and played for St George back in the, the old NSL back in the Philips League though. Yeah. my age, yeah. Uh, I never made any teams. So look, I I always and I've done a lot with kids and in respect to coaching and and mentoring. The first thing I say, and I, I never put down the kids that make it because that's great. But I always make sure that I I say uh, that, you know, because you don't make a rep team at 14, 15, you know, even younger or 16 or 17 doesn't mean you aren't going to make it. Yeah, for sure. And I think it shows mentality. So, obviously, Goodwin and Malik were a little bit like myself where I was determined to show everyone that, yeah, I could be the kid that make it. Yeah. that makes it. So. Uh, look,
1: I just wanted to mention it because I think there have been so many of those types of stories, and it's and it's important oh, that we tell. That. It's important we tell our youngsters to keep boring in. Uh, let's get back to Adelaide United. Uh, have you seen Guillermo Amor? Uh, uh, so there's been a bit written in our press here in Adelaide about the uh, possession style game. Joseph Gombau started out in very very similar fashion. Uh, do you like the style? Do you like the way he's coaching United?
5: Well, look, I think everyone likes a possession-based game. Now, the trouble is you set yourself up for for, for teams that play on, on on the counter, and there are a number of teams in the in the competition that hit with quick counters. Yeah. Uh, but it, look, it's a style, it's a Spanish style that like the possession and and dominate possession. It's certainly pleasing on the eye. But the, the problem with a possession-based game is if if you're not winning with it, it, be, it can become a quite tedious. So you know, critics will start saying, "Oh, well, it's all well and good to you know." String 100 passes together, but what's the end result? So, you know, you, the, the crowd have to be patient. Look, I, I said, look, for, for me, like I said at the start of this interview, for me, that it's just lack like goals. Yep,
1: up front. Uh,
5: up front, and if they get Jitte back in there, and the key is also keeping Bruce fit. Yeah. That's that's one thing they need to do. And yep. um, But as far as the way they play, I, look, I have no problem. I mean, I, I like watching Adelaide play, I, I like a possession based game. Um you know, there's forwards and against in any style you play, but critics always come out when you're not winning. That's that's the, the bottom line yep. in football. Yep. So, sometimes if you if you play ugly and you win, you know, it keeps everyone happy. But uh, <laughs> I know what I would prefer, I'd prefer Adelaide style because I think in the end they'll start winning games. But look, there's no doubt he's a different personality. Uh, he's a lot calmer, <laughs> seems a lot quieter. We don't you see him
1: sliding up and down the sideline, do we? <laughs> no,
5: well, to be fair, there <laughs> isn't that much reason to slide. No. We to, well, maybe no. tonight if they get a few goals, he <laughs> might go for a slide, but I sincerely doubt that. Yeah. Um, but uh, look, I, I think the wind is not far away and I think it, it'll come tonight, for-
1: Alright, good on you Robbie, thanks for joining us here on the Redcast. Robbie Slater from Fox Sports. Terrific run and a super finish! Hey,
0: this is Tariq Yorick. Hey, this is Jimmy Jago.
1: Hey, this is Craig Goodwin. Hey, this is Elliot Bubba. Classic Triple M rocks the Reds. Chris Ditmar, Alex Abella from Triple M here doing the Redcast as Adelaide United take on Melbourne City tonight. Joining us now, Eugene Galekovic. Welcome, Eugene. Thank you. Thanks, uh, now. now, state the obvious, it's been four games without a win need a win tonight. Desperate to get three points yeah definitely massive game especially being at home um obviously we haven't won a game yet and uh
2: this is very important uh for both teams so hopefully we get uh, the wood over i reckon if there's a team you can beat it's got to be melbourne city i think out of all of them this is your chance they haven't kept a clean sheet yet so everyone's talking about the final third and the fact that we can't score a goal this is tonight's the night isn't it huge
6: yeah it is especially you know being uh four games in already and not having a win um We need to give everything. Um, They're obviously probably struggling a little bit considering how much they've spent on players and all that. So, you know, the pressure's on them as well. They've got to come here and try to get a result. And, uh, you know, we're
1: pretty confident going into the game. Eugene interviewed Robbie Slater from Fox Sports uh, just moments ago. He talked about the finishing. It is all about up forward. And if you look at the way you've played in the last couple of weeks, I say you, you haven't been out there, but... Second half against Perth, second half against Brisbane was actually very, very good, I reckon, just watching from the lounge chair. Gee, there were a lot of chances, a lot of great creative football, just not scoring. Yeah, definitely.
6: I think, um, you know, the first couple of games, uh, we weren't really creating, um, so it made it hard to score. But I think the real positive from last week was uh, we did create some really good chances. We just didn't get them on target. and. Uh, in the end, we couldn't put it away, but uh, as long as we're creating um, like we did last
1: week, I think the goals will come. Well, last week in particular, Tariq Elric, there was Esaias and Therio all had very, very good chances, all looked dangerous. Yeah, exactly right. Um, you know,
6: if we put uh, one away, things could have changed. In the end, Brisbane took their chances and, that, and in the end, they deserved to win. Um, there's moments in games where, uh, when you have to take your chance and uh, we didn't take that uh, last week.
1: And then tonight, we throw in Bruce Yitte as well, uh, and then all of a sudden, it starts to look a bit more dangerous. Yeah, definitely. Bruce is, uh, you know, our main man as a number nine with Ellie, who's
6: out injured. And when you have a big man up front, it makes it a lot easier for the wingers and the midfielders um, to at least create and maybe score some goals. Uh, We saw that last year when when Bruce played. A lot of uh, people around him scored goals. So he's very important to our structure.
2: I reckon if you're a Reds fan, it's easy to sit back and listen to everything that's in the media and they talk about the lack of the final third. And, you you know, you had injury problems with your strikers. You didn't have your big man up front. But when you break it down and you look at the stats of where you guys are sitting at the moment after four games, 1,609 successful passes gives you a pass accuracy of 80%, which if you think about that build-up play, everything's there. If you look at your dribble success, you're at 78%, compared to City, who you played tonight, at only 50%. So their runs haven't been as strong as you guys. So everything's there, and we're ticking the boxes. So if you're a Reds fan, you've got to at least have a bit of confidence out of that, that it's going to come. It's only four games in, but the success can be there, right? Yeah, exactly right.
6: It's still early, Um, and like you said, our game's all about possession and um, you know making teams run and uh, us for us to keep the ball. And um, that that's still there. We probably just have to be uh, take more risk in the final third, where um, you know try to get in behind the defence or or you know get a shot on target um, instead of trying to always you know keep the position in our front third. And um, I think I think we're doing it, trying to get there. Um, We're just going to get better, like I said in the final. Eugene, I want to ask you about Craig Goodwin. Where's his best spot on the park? Yeah, it's a tough one just because, um, you know, he's obviously a left-sided player. It's either a left left winger or a left back. Um, when uh, everyone's fit, I think Thidios' best spot is left wing. So you could almost say he's uh, good. His best position for our team is uh, left back when uh, Thidios in the team. So um, it's a very small squad. So when, when there's a couple of injuries, you've got to have to shuffle, you know, players from, you know, different sides and in centrally. So um, it depends who's fit and who's not. And yeah. Um, definitely on the left side, it, it depends where, um, you know, you want to
2: play the other players too. Hmm. When you've got Tarek on the right, Craig on the left, and if Craig plays in the back with Tarek, one of them, you know, each, each both are very attacking uh, defenders coming up the, those wings. We were talking to Craig last week and he, he likes to make those runs, but very conscious of Tarek making the same run. Does that, do you think, play on their minds as to who goes forward or they've kind of got that in sync now when he has to play that role?
6: Yeah, no, we've got a. If it's on the left side, obviously the left uh, left back uh, goes goes up, and the right back covers uh, as the fence. And we always uh, try to play, um, you know, when we have possession um, to make sure we're still three plus one at the back, just to have a lot of cover. So obviously, if the ball's on the right, our left back covers, and um, our holding midfielder covers too. So one always goes, one always stays. Um, You know, it's working all right. I think our strong positions are our full backs. Like you said, we've got Goodwin. uh, Tariq and we've also got Moroney. Mm. So very strong there
1: and uh, whoever plays will, will do a good job. Eugene, can we just quickly look at the rest of the league? After four weeks, uh, we've got Sydney on top, Brisbane a second. They both play each other uh, tomorrow night. Who's impressed you so far? Which is, which is the standout team after four weeks? Um,
6: uh, yeah, I think there's probably a, a couple. And them two are probably the teams that are up there. I think uh, Sydney's always going to be strong with Graham Arnold in charge. He's always got... Um, a very strong team and he, um, they, they've improved during the season. So, um, you know, you saw last year they started off slow but got really, really good at the back half of the season and I think that's going to happen again. Um, they've started off well but they will get stronger. Brisbane, um, new coach and a few young players up front, uh, very dangerous. We, we saw that last week and um, if they're on song, they're very good as well.
1: All right, Eugene, thanks for joining us. Good luck to the Reds tonight. Thank you. Thank Eugene Galakowicz. The Rush Hour with Jars and Louie, made in Adelaide for Adelaide. Western Bulldogs have put
3: up
0: a job offer for their mascot gig. Oh, this is a legit job. Maybe we should get him in a dog costume no. and do an audition. <laughs> no way. <laughs> we'll ring the great Doug Hawkins, see where the juice is. He's got the chops to cut it <laughs> as the Western Bulldogs mascot. <laughs> no, nah, they need
3: someone that's healthy and fit and young and vibrant. You've got the rolls of the bulldog. <laughs> The rush hour
1: with Jars and Louie.
3: Weekdays from four for Fairmont Homes. SA's builder of choice. 104.7,
1: classic Triple M. Jars and Louie on Classic Triple M for Fairmont Homes. Get more for less with great flexibility. Adelaide United, Melbourne City, 730
0: kickoff at Cooper's Stadium. Yeah, United, gotta win one. Gotta find the back of the net. Juice. Mm. In a big, big hurry. Mm. Joining us right now is a good friend of the show, Dylan McGowan. Welcome to the rush hour, Dylan.
7: Cheers, guys. Thanks for
0: having me. Mate, it's going to be a tough four or five minutes for you, Jar, still off the bandwagon, (laughs) um, wondering how the hell are we going to score and what's going on out there with Guillermo and his new tactics. Talk to us about it, mate. It's been a disappointing start to the year, but Mm -hmm. hopefully the turnaround is coming tomorrow night.
7: Yeah, as you said, it's been uh, disappointing, especially attacking-wise. Yeah, That's what we were known for last season, scoring plenty of goals and uh, entertaining the crowd. So we need to get back to that. But it's something we've been working on hard during the week, so hopefully it comes
3: Thursday night, tomorrow night. Deals, we're a shadow of the team than we were under Joseph Gumbel. And look, I know we've got to move on, but are we trying to play too conservative-type football at the moment under the new coach? Uh, We're not counter-attacking as well as we should be. And like you said, we can't even hit the bloody back of the net.
7: (laughs) Yeah, you know, um, we have been a lot more conservative this season, but... A lot of things are the same, you know, the the way we set up, the way we try and play is the same. But I think just the attacking boys need to, you know, just get a bit bit more confidence in themselves and go forward a bit more and score a few more goals for us and take the pressure off the boys at the back. Mm.
0: Mate, have the mids and new backs gone around and shown them photos of a net and a ball in the back just to inspire them?
7: (laughs) Yeah, you know, I've been pointing to the goal all week at training. So <laughs> that's
3: where we're aiming for, boys. So uh, that's the I name. Across it works. Uh, <laughs> and how is the, uh, the the vibe amongst the yeah. players? Are they feeling the pressure? Because, you know, you're a great brand in South Australia. We, you've got a big following. And when we do play exciting, attractive, sexy football, mate, uh, we're hard to beat. We're a top four side. But at the moment, we're a bottom two side.
7: Yeah, you know, I don't think the boys are feeling the pressure. The vibe's still good at training. Yeah, we understand it's only four games into a long season, so uh, yeah, there's no panic buttons being pressed yet, but you know, we need a win Thursday, as you said, it's a crunch game. Melbourne City aren't doing great either, so especially at home in front of our uh, in front of our own crowd, we'll be looking for a win.
0: Time to talk about the A-League's most talked about bromance. You and Jago, how's that travelling? All right? Good?
7: Yeah, yeah, good. You know, we're, <laughs> we're still still going strong. So mm. I'm still talking him through games. He's obviously improved since he's met me. So yep. <laughs> you having a <laughs> massive it's impact going well. on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, a mentor and then some, I would have thought.
7: When we finally kick a goal...
3: At Highmarsh Stadium and hits the back of the net. What will the team do? Is <laughs> going to be a war dance? Will we jump the fence and jump into the crowd? Will we do cartwheels? Will firecrackers go off?
7: It's been that long. I'm not sure what we'll do. I don't know if we remember how to celebrate at the moment, but... Uh... <laughs> I'm just hoping it's it's uh, one of the defenders, so we can enjoy being mm. top goal scorer for a little while. Because <laughs> it's not it's not an accolade we get. off. Lou, <laughs> is it
0: 11 shirts off? I'll be telling you right now, it's a JFK moment. <laughs> oh, <is it? laughs> Where were you when United scored?
7: <laughs> That's what it's going to be. In it you will f- Lou. Tell you what, I might go tomorrow night <laughs> just in case they do find the back <laughs> of the net. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell don't. you, you yeah. should be ahead of our marketing. That would get more people. Oh, more I off. Tell oh, you, man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> mate.
0: In all seriousness, yeah. seriousness, though, we know what it's like to be struggling at times. Uh, good luck tomorrow night, may everybody. Find some form there and play good football because, uh, as Jar said, very good team when we're up and about, and just a win is the tonic we need. Cheers,
7: guys. Thanks for having me. Dylan McGowan there from Adelaide
0: United taking on Melbourne City this Thursday. 7:30 kickoff at Cooper Stadium. Got a couple of tickets to give away yep. during the open line. Mm. So stick around for that on Classic Triple M. I'm yep.
3: nervous again, Lou. I'm yeah. nervous about the cricket. I'm nervous about our boys down at I Marsh.
0: Well, I'm gonna have to take you to a flotation well, I need tank. S- <laughs> 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 close the eyes, no, turn I the lights it's down. Willy. the warm so- No, no, it's a private tank. It's not out <laughs>
6: the ocean. <laughs> Hey, this
7: is Eugene Glekovich and this is the Redcast on 104.7 Classic Triple M.